Wives and Conversations. I'm Tyra. And I'm Tiana. Journey with us as we have conversations about bringing your best self in every aspect of your life. Hi, T. How are you today? I am blessed, Tiana. I am blessed. I love it. I love it. I love it. So what's going well? Oh, what's going well is I am going back to school to get my bachelor's degree. Awesome. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, you know, life happens. You know, I stopped. So I decided, you know, let me go back and finish up these credits and get my bachelor's degree. I think that's awesome. Education, that's the one thing people cannot take away from you is your education. They can't can't. encourage anyone. If there's anything that you are desiring to do that you have stopped and you want to get back started again, go for it. Go for it. That is another way of bringing your best self in every aspect of your life. So there we go. Yes, it is. There we go. There we go. So Tiana, what's going well with you, sweetie? Well, what's going well? Well, uh, we're coming up on Valentine's, right? Yes, we are. Nice. Um, we're going out to dinner tonight. So I'm looking forward to that with some friends, close friends of ours, which I'm looking forward to. And another thing that's going well for me, um, I would say is I feel and believe that I'm finally getting into a posture and TV talk all the time of truly surrendering and truly letting go and truly releasing control. Um, Another good thing, great thing is going well, Queen Esther, we did our presentation. They had the presentation um, event last night and everything turned out great, which I'm very grateful to God for. Um, Another thing that's going well is that I've lost 10 pounds. All right. Congratulations. I have, I have another 10 to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sure people will look at me and be like, Tiana, 10 where? But we all have our goals that we're working toward. Because, honey, I want to be in my looking very nice. Okay? GC, good I, and cute. It, yes, I'm good <laughs> and cute. You will not be able to tell that I am 46 years old. Coming up on 46 years old. So, and uh, just, I think that those are the things that are going really well. And also to, you know, we're doing our podcast, just, you know, just a lot of great things that are happening and just refocusing energies. Oh, I'm also excited that I'm finally getting ready to get an estimate on my office so I can get my office together. Well, that's <laughs> so, that's good. Right. so just different little things, but I'm, I'm just, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. And T, I want to say congratulations to you to finishing up session one in the Queen Esther ministry. So congratulations you. to you, sweetie. Thank you. Round of applause. Yes. <laughs> yes I'm excited. I, I'm excited. Got through session one. So two more sessions. But I just I think what I, I love is um, and I guess I'm looking at this we're working out and just all the different things that are going on in my life is the key is commitment and consistency right yes we have to commit and we have to be consistent so with that said 
let's unpack today's topic today. Now, this is a very good topic. I don't, I don't even want to say it's good. This is an excellent topic because we all, all hear me when I tell you, ladies, and even gentlemen who might be listening, we all struggle with this. Yes. Unforgiveness versus forgiveness. T, what is unforgiveness? Let, let's talk about this because this, this topic is something that both you and I have experienced, right? are experiencing. Right. And however, as I get older, mature naturally and mature spiritually, I'm starting to understand the power in forgiveness. Right. Right. And the power of unforgiveness. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, T, what is unforgiveness? So, unforgiveness is when we are unwilling or unable to forgive someone for hurting, betraying, breaking our trust, or causing us intense emotional pain. Mm. You know, um, deep hurt and emotional pain are the causes of unforgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they are. And, 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 and they don't, and when you, when people are in an unforgiving mode, it's almost like sometimes people are in unforgiveness so long, they don't even know why they mad at me. Right. And one thing that I learned about or what I've noticed about um, people who harbor unforgiveness, the unforgiveness creates a hardened heart. Mm-hmm. And the hardened heart feels anger, resentment, bitterness, and it even um, sometimes hatred towards the person who hurt you. Mm-hmm. You know, but I notice a lot of bitterness with the unforgiveness. Yes, yes, yes. And a lot, oftentimes, you know, the funny thing is about unforgiveness, the people, and, and, And yes, when somebody hurts you deeply that you care about or cared about, it it, is very, it it can be difficult, but just, you have to all, we have to all remember that that is God's child too. That person that wronged you is God's child too. I'm going to say that one more time. That person who wronged you is God's child too. And some people who have hurt you have been hurt themselves. What does God's word say? We supposed to forgive. I think Peter was the Peter or Peter. He said, God, how many times should I forgive him? He was like seven times, whatever, seven, whatever it was. I'm just surmising y'all. Okay. Don't misquote me. But basically Jesus was saying, you keep forgiving them and forgiving them and forgiving them and forgiving them. You have to do that because that's what God calls us to do. How can one of the first commandments is, is to, to love God and to love ourselves and to love others. Well, I'm kind of surmising that too, but we're supposed to do that. We're supposed to do that. And it has such negative effects like T, like what are some of those negative effects that it has on people? Like your health, your mental state, oh, all of yes. that. Right. It does. Yeah. Um, Yep, some of the effects are um, you bring anger and bitterness into every relationship and new experience. 
you become so wrapped up in the wrong that you can't even enjoy the present. A lot of people who harbor unforgiveness can't even really enjoy their life because they are just you know harboring this unforgiveness towards this individual and the individual you know might not even know that you know they haven't been forgiven and they're you know they're just going on with their life and you're just harboring this this unforgiveness this bitterness you know and just angry and mad you know over the situation um you know when I was doing my research on unforgiveness, the one thing that I stumbled across was that it says that people are addicted to the benefits of having a grievance. And that's one of the reasons for holding on to the unforgiveness. And that's powerful. So basically you're saying it's almost like they get off or like being in that place. Now they will tell you people who are in a very bitter, unforgiving state, they'll tell you, oh, I'm not angry. Oh, right. I'm, oh, oh I, no, uh-uh. I, I'm not angry. I, I just, but you, you, you are angry. You mm-hmm. are bitter. You and, are bad. And what it says, it says, you know, not forgiving someone allows us to feel sorry for ourselves and to gain the attention of others. For what has happened to us right so for example we all like to be victim mm-hmm. we all like to play victim i've been that way you've been that way because as long as we got somebody listening to it we're going to give it a, as long as somebody gonna say oh tyra oh tian we're so sorry for you we understand we understand but you can't stay in that state because victims can't move on right victims can't move on the person who committed it moves on. The person who, it, it, victims can't move on. And I think people who stay in unforgiveness, they've hurt somebody. We all have hurt somebody. Yeah, everybody, yeah. that's what I'm saying. We've all done it. So you want to be forgiven, but yet you want to stay in unforgiveness. That's an oxymoron. Like that's an oxymoron, I guess, like that. <laughs> like it, 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 it's like, come on now. Like hot ice, like you can't, you have to understand that forgive, it, it just, it's just important. And, and another negative effect to T is, it's okay. We had a little ring in there. That's okay. <laughs> the other thing, the other negative effects of unforgiveness is it causes stress and unhealthy things to happen to you. So yes. think about it. When you are stressed out, you are in an unhealthy state. I know a lot of people who are walking around in unforgiveness and they're wondering, they, they, they don't smile. They're just unhappy. They're unhappy. Yeah. They're unhappy. But unforgiveness is a choice. It is. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. It's a choice. You're literally saying to yourself, I'm going to stay in my feelings. I'm going to stay in this posture. And you feel comfortable in that posture. Because you're letting your ego, which is edging God out, to get in the way of it. Right. And so you're missing why everybody, it's almost like you're sitting over here on the, at the picnic table and everybody out there eating out, cookout food, playing in the pool, playing in the sun, playing cards, smiling, grinning, shaking hands, and fellowshipping, and you looking crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think what we have to start doing to is when we find we come across, I think I believe 
for those who have been in unforgiveness too long. I think some of us probably need to start ignoring people. <laughs> ignoring it and say, look, you got a decision to make. Either you're gonna do either you're gonna live or you're gonna die. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Can you and you know and I know that sounds a little harsh, but God calls us to be forgiven. Right. And God asks us to forgive others. Right. God does it all the time. Think about all the sinful things we do. I'm not talking about our actions. I'm talking about our thoughts. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can think something real evil towards somebody. A sin is a sin. So my thing is this. If God can forgive us and wash our sins away, literally wash it away, when we ask God for forgiveness, it's as if it never happened. Right. Why can't we give someone the same thing? I get it. Some things are hard. Like if, so then people say, well, what about somebody who raped somebody? Or what about somebody who, who, who kills somebody or whatever? Yes. Those things are very difficult. I, I, I've never, but I will say this for your own health and sanity and strength, you have to forgive because what happens is who wants to get up to heaven with God? And God says, oh, let me show you just a little, you can come in the kingdom, but let me just show you a little area where you didn't forgive this person and look at all the things you missed because you stayed in unforgiveness. That would be rough. See, we forget that what we're, this, what we're in right now, this is temporary. Mm -hmm. This is not forever. And I know for me, there's a place when I go, I want to be at peace. I want to be in a good posture with people before the good Lord takes me home. So, you know what, T? Uh huh. Matthew 18, 21 through 22. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times. Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. Meaning forever and ever and ever. There you go. It's right there in the word. It's in the word. You can't miss it. There's so many things out on Google about forgiveness. What do they tell you? Forgive, move on, forgive, move on. It's a process, but you have to do it. You have to do it. So let's get into that. What is forgiveness? Forgiveness is basically like a pardon. You know, um, I, I have a definition here. It says forgiveness. What is forgiveness? Uh, it's a deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance toward a person or a group who has harmed you, regardless of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness. Forgiveness does not mean forgetting, nor does it mean condoning or excusing offenses. We're not saying, oh, well, this person did me. Hey, we, we don't have to excuse anybody's behavior. But I always say to people, you want to jump out there and say, well, this person, this person. But what? there will come a time where you'll be needing somebody else's forgiveness. Yeah. And you might have hurt somebody really bad and you'd be like, I don't understand why this person is forgiven. And God reminds you, you didn't forgive this person. It happens. 
So we have to, forgiveness is a decision. It's a choice. You're deliberately making a choice to say, you know what? I forgive you. Even though I'm hurt, even though I'm harmed, I forgive you because remember people, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, hurt people do what, T? They hurt people. Period. If I'm hurt, I'm gonna hurt you. Right. If I'm hurt, I'm going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. and we hurt the what the person that's closest to us yeah we that's why wives and husbands have their struggles because we're so close right. we're so connected mm-hmm. we hurt each other a lot we mm-hmm. hurt each other a whole lot I have hurt my husband my husband has hurt me you have hurt your husband your husband has hurt you but there's a thing call forgiveness we have to make a conscious choice to forgive because in the grand big scheme of things god forbid if we lost one another we will be what devastated right okay so let's think about this why should we forgive why should we forgive we should forgive because that's what god has called us to do he's called us to forgive amen period there's no comma. He's <laughs> asking, commit, forgive your brothers and sisters, forgive them. What did Jesus do when he was on the cross? Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. That was a very powerful statement. They didn't know what they were doing. Right. But God still was up there forgiving people. Right there, people who have done far worse things than he had done, still forgiven. That's what God is. And, and, and not just that, that's number one. Number two, you're free. When you are in unforgiveness, unforgiveness, excuse me, it's like you're in jail. You're in prison. It's almost like you put yourself in prison and you just, and you're just always on eggshells and you're anxious and you got anxiety and you're just not in a a place of just peace. Mm -hmm. Versus just saying, you hurt me to the person the other person say, I'm sorry, I didn't know. And, and sometimes when you come to people, they might not give you, but you still have to forgive. You have to forgive. And then like the benefits of forgiving. Well, one, you free. That's F-R-E-E exclamation mark. Free, 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 free. Okay, <laughs> free. You can, you know, you're going to be like my life, my life, my life, my life in the in sunshine. The sunshine. There you go. You like floating in the sunshine. You you free. You like you like a bird. Okay. You you don't carry in that weight and that burden and all of that stress and and it takes a lot of energy. T, it does. It takes. Oh my God. It's uh, it, it takes so, so much, much energy, energy to be to be resentful, anger, and the people who are angry and resentful and, and unforgiveness, they wonder why they still stress. I'm stressed. I'm irritated because you haven't forgiven. You, it takes a lot of energy to do that. But when you're smiling and you're in a good place, it don't take a lot of energy to do that. No, you just feel good. I'm smiling right now. I feel good. <laughs> you always smiling. 
Thank you. Well, listen, my parents paid a lot of money for it, so I need to continue to do it. (laughs) (laughs) So, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's the benefits. You're free. You can, and also to another benefit, you can reconcile relationships, right? Yes. You can can reconcile a relationship. Healing takes place. So many benefits come out of it and also God's glory. Mm -hmm. And you know, T, you know, mm-hmm. forgiveness starts with, you know, yourself, you know, you're really doing it for yourself, not necessarily for the individual who have wronged you or hurt you or caused you, you know, a lot of emotional pain, but you're really doing it for yourself. So you won't harbor unforgiveness and you won't um, create a hardened heart, right. you know, and people need to, you know, understand and realize that, that at the end of the day, it's, you know, you're, you're, forgiving the individual for yourself absolutely you know because because the person that wronged you nine times out of ten you know they're living their life they they not even stunting you they really aren't nope. they going on about their business and you at home you know upset miserable you know not living your best life you know so at the end of the day you know it's you're you're forgiving for yourself absolutely it's for you yeah and then once you do it you feel so much better you feel so much lighter and then you can allow and then also too when people have hurt you you because you still are in unforgiveness you start hurting other people and damaging other relationships and 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 nothing good can come in from it like you start having problems on your job you start having problems in your purse it's just like it just impacts everything it does it does I, I remember um there's been a couple people in my life that you know I I was struggling in unforgiveness with them because they hurt me mm-hmm. or I was hurt by them or they hurt people closest to me mm-hmm. but through natural maturity and most importantly spiritual maturity I come to understand that these people are broken they were yeah. broken yeah they were broken. How can I expect someone to be something? Not to say that they could never be that. They're just, they come from a hurt state and place. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, and this is just, you know, some real conversation because that's what we do. Right. You know, like my my brother's um, now ex-wife, um, you know, she was broken. I mean, she was broken. She was broken when they met really truth be told both of them was broken okay and um you know she she did a lot of hurtful things to my family you know um and my father god rest his soul and my mother my mother's still alive of course you know that they were very good to her and my parents took on her children as if they were their grandchildren and my brother had not had a biological child with her yet he does now but um but looking back, I used to be so angry with her, how she disrespected my mom, my family. And granted, my brother played a big part in that. But she, because she already harbored unforgiveness in her from previous relationships, uh-huh. in her situation with her family and her mother, she was already hurt and broken. You see, I'm going back to it. So right. then my brother adds to that. And so she takes it out on us, even though we had nothing to do with, to it. Do with it. Right. And also to unfor- people who are in unforgiveness, they have a sense of entitlement. 
like you owe them something. Right. Yeah. It's almost like an egotistical, arrogant. It's, 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 I can't even describe it, but it's, it's, it's a disposition Mm -hmm. that I know I'm not favorable, favorable of, and I know God isn't either. It's almost like they're not humbled. They're in this thing. You owe me, you owe me, you owe me. Nobody owes you nothing. You owe yourself. Right. If you owe anything to, that's God. And guess what? You don't even have enough, nothing to pay him back for all the things he has done for our lives. Amen. So I think people need to, you know, people who kind of, um, de- it, it depends on the level of situation. We cannot get too high on our high horse is what I'm right. saying. We, we have to understand that, that, again, she was broken and I did not like her. I did not like her. I, I mean, honestly, see, I almost said I hated her. I think I said it. Mm. and that's such a you know me and my sister you know when either one of us say that word it's like you know that's such a strong word it is it's a very strong word so we try to remove that from our vocabulary yeah that's a very and words have power and I had to ask God for forgiveness for that Mm -hmm. and I had to forgive her. And as I have grown more over the years, and now that I am married and have my own child, and I understand that she was just broken. Right. She was just broken. She had been hurt. She was damaged. She was damaged goods. And, 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 you know, it's so sad. She's still in unforgiveness, which is so sad. Mm -hmm. And I pray to God that, you know, and I pray for her and ask God to heal her heart. So she can have better relationships with her family. Cause see, it, it has dispelled on everything. Like, you know what I mean? It has just, it is, it's, it's like her unforgiveness has caused generational issues with her own children. You, you know, know it's, it has become a deep rooted issue. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like when you haven't spoken to your children or your mom in four to five years, that's not good. Mm. No, that's it's not, not that's not good because see, that's what people have to understand that unforgiveness and for her to stay in that for so long, when it comes time for life, as my mother or aunt would say, you never know who's going to have to bring your last glass of water. So Mm -hmm. you got to be careful. Mm -hmm. But you know what T her heart has hardened. Yeah, And and, and that's what happens. Her heart has hardened. It and, a, is. And, and like I say, a hardened heart feels anger, resentment, and bitterness. Right. And so, and, and so how can she enjoy the fruits of the spirit? God does not want her to be in that place. God no, wants she, her to, she can't enjoy it because she she's can. harboring unforgiveness. And why is she harboring it? It's a choice. Mm-hmm. It's a choice. It's a choice. It's a choice because I'm scared if I admit my wrongs, Cause see, I got to start forgiving myself. Nobody right. wants to look in that mirror. That goes back to another top episode topic that we talked about accountability. Mm-hmm. See, it all falls together. It's like forgiveness. Then you become accountable. Then you be, it's, it's everything lines up. So now how to forgive. First, start with yourself. Amen. Go to God and ask God to show you, you, what you've done, who you've hurt, mm-hmm. who you disrespected, who you don't have peace with. Mm-hmm. Help God to do that. It's not easy. I struggle with it too. 
but we I want to, but I want to live a life of joy, happiness, peace, harmony, and all of the above. Then forgive yourself. Forgive yourself, which mm-hmm. is the hardest thing to do, is to forgive yourself. And then once you do that, you'll stop replaying all what happened. Yeah. Because when we regurgitate, you know, it's like being in that rocking chair. Joyce Myers talked about how you <laughs> in that rocking just going back and forth, rehearsing and rehash, and the devil loves it. He loves it. He loves it when you rehash and rehearse mm-hmm. all day long. It's like rehearsing pain. And I used to be the queen of that. I'm coming out of that though. I'm like, Mm-mm, I ain't got time for that. And then I'm not saying don't express your feelings and all that, but at some point you got to come out of that. You do. You can't stay in that state. Right. And then the next thing is um, go to the person Mm -hmm. and tell the person how they've hurt you. You know, I was hurt when you, whatever. And then you forgive them and just say you forgive them because the person who wronged you nine times out of 10, they have already been hurt. Mm-hmm. Period. Every people who molest children were molested or right. damaged. Mm-hmm. People who have raped and hurt people, something happened. Like it, it's a, if you look, if you go, you know how you look at all of these stories about people, how, how did this person, why would this person do this? Why would Because right. they are hurt. They are broken. Somebody hurt them. Somebody did something to them. Somebody right. bullied them. Somebody molested them. Somebody touched them wrong. Somebody told them they were never going to be nothing. Some, right. Like those seeds are planted. Those are like spirits and seeds, you know? So, but just, just, but again, Go to the person who you feel that wronged you and give that person, people who are looking for forgiveness, you know, who give the person an opportunity to explain why they did. So that's when your compassion comes in. And also to, even if they kind of still got an attitude, it's okay to say, okay, thank you. But I forgive you and may God continue to bless you. When you do that to people, what what can they do with that? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Because you know what my godmother used to say or tells me all the time? You know how you kill a person? What kindness? There you go. When a person, when you, when a person has wronged you and you being kind to them and smiling, girl. They do not know how to react. At all. <laughs> that is, that is your strongest weapon. The strongest weapon. I noticed. Cause you know, you can, cause energy, right? Right. Cause mm-hmm. sometimes when people being rude, you like, you want to buck up and you want to get on. Mm-hmm. But when you just write, remain calm, I'm learning this now. I'm learning. You remain calm. Like, okay. I hear you. No problem. And you know, that's your, you know, that's your favorite line. <laughs> yes. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Don't mean I'm agreeing. Don't mean I'm disagreeing. But I, I hear you. But I hear you. <laughs> And you just smile and just say, okay, thank you. Because we're here to do three things. We're here to love, serve, and worship. That's Amen. What we're here to do. And in that, 
is forgiveness. So let's forgive, T. Let's forgive. If there's anybody that's listening to this podcast right now that I have hurt, harmed, or said anything or done anything that was not, that hurt you, I truly, sincerely apologize to you and I ask for your forgiveness. And I ask forgiveness from God and I ask forgiveness for myself, whether that was my husband, whether that was a friend, my child, a family member, my brother, whoever, whatever I have done, I ask for your forgiveness. And I forgive you for reacting or responding or hurting me. And that's how you know, I'm free. Mm-hmm. And that's an example of how to forgive. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, T. You got our quote. What's our quote today? Our quote today is never underestimate the power of forgiveness. Awesome. I love it. So I love do it. I. <laughs> never underestimate the power of forgiveness. Forgiveness has power. Yes, has power. Love is power. 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 So ladies, always remember to bring the best you in everything you do. So ladies, thank you for listening to today's episode. Our next conversation, we will be talking about prayer life. Do you have one? What does your prayer life look like? And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram at Wives and Conversations. We love you. God bless. And bye for now. Thank you.